Now, Christianity has its 13th apostle, a faithful witness to the love, mercy, and truth of Jesus Christ. How about you? Will you be the 13th apostle? Who really was the 13th apostle? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the 13th Apostle, where we explore the good, the beautiful, and the true of the Catholic faith and the Catholic Church. This is Tom Caffrey with my co-host, Dan Duddy. How are you, Dan? Hello, Tom. How are you? All right. How are you? Quite well. Mm, okay. Uh, I don't think I've ever been better. Wow. Yeah. Hey, you, you, you want that to be the episode? What? That, that I'm sure the audience wants to know why it is you've never been better than right nah, now. I feel it. I could say that every day. So I mean, it's not episodic, episodal. Mm-hmm. Is that even the word? Yeah. So you can say it every day. Okay. I think we should have a Dan Duddy episode. Oh my goodness! Like this is your life, have... kind of, uh, kind of. Uh... Yeah, I think we should too. Is, who's the, the the host? Was it Ralph Edwards? This is your life. Well, you're pretty old, but not as old right? as you. <laughs> I always forget who's older. I am older than you. I couldn't possibly. Yes, you are much older than me, actually. <laughs> you're born. You're, in, you're born in February, you, right? Yes. When was I born? <laughs> are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. In then front you're of, a lot older than me. If you're asking me, I'm asking you. <laughs> See, the true colors are going to come out in this episode, ladies and gentlemen. So. Yeah, yeah, you were born, I think, in March, <laughs> April. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Keep going. I'm like, I'm like three months older than you. No, nah, no, nah, you're, you're, but I know you're a true blue friend, and the audience knows it now for sure. You know that I knew the month you were born, but you don't know the month that I was born. <laughs> <laughs> you see this, ladies and gentlemen? It's. It's an uneven playing field here, and I'm, I'm, you know, the playing field is for the coach, okay, Coach Dan. I just, I am such a good friend that I didn't correct you <laughs> when you said February. I'm just going to leave it at that. All right, let's go. Let's turn the switch on. Okay. So, who was? Uh, do you think that, it wasn't a rhetorical question? We got to answer the question. Now, who was the thirteenth apostle? And I'm sure everybody in the audience is uh, yelling at the the radio or their uh, computer. Uh, maybe there's a lot of yelling going on uh, that has nothing to do with this uh, episode, but that they know who the 13th Apostle. So can you guess who they're saying? Can I guess? Yeah. Well, I think the common answer is Matthias. But I don't necessarily agree with that. Oh, I think that's probably know. most Hold people say. Hear that, ladies and gentlemen? I'm rubbing my hands together. This is going to be good. Yeah, Dan doesn't necessarily agree with them. <laughs> right. This is a bonus. I wasn't expecting this. Very really? good. Yes. Well, do you think you were, you were expecting a whole episode on Matthias? No, I, I just... Um, Let's just... Well, go ahead. I don't, you know, I just you have to respect my elders. You have to, <laughs> you have to go October. Uh, you have to go to. 
Thanks. Wow. I'm a lot older. You know, it's really easy to remember my birthday. It's 1010. Okay. So, anyway. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're recording this late at night, and uh, you're hearing the effects of that uh, of the late hour. So. <laughs> good, good, long, good, long day, though. A whole lot of great spirituality going on. But let's not get into that. But, yeah. yeah. I was in the sure. den of iniquity all day today, so... Uh, uh, oh, you're up in, yeah. up in New York City? Yeah, up in the city, right? You escaped. I won't say where I was, but uh, uh, so uh, anyway, I was uh, there were there were spirits around me as well, but different ones than you were around. But that's usual. Well, tell, you are usually me, around good spirits. I'm usually not. But you are the good spirit that they come around. I'm telling so you right now, you. I thought about this the other day. Often, I'm uncomfortable around you. Because you are extremely holy. <laughs> I'm serious. What did, what did Father say last week's episode? He's the uh, he's the expert on uh, on humility. I'm the authority on humility. He said. <laughs> Father Weta, he was great. Nice deflection. I like that. Yeah, that was smooth. Well. Yeah, you're making you're me a smooth squirm cat. With all that. You're making me squirm with all the truth and honesty. Nah, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Maybe we should record uh, late at night all the time. Just, there's another side that the folks are hearing about Dan Betty. <laughs> Finally, it, at the end of the day, you acknowledge your holiness. Your we're, supposed, holiness. we're supposed to agree to the fact that we're holy. You're holy. If, if you had a room full of people and said, who in the room is holy, we're all supposed to raise our hand. It means we're all devoted and dedicated to the truth of our Lord Jesus Christ, and we work toward him in as many, in whatever way our charism brings us to it. That's holiness. Uh, well, I guess if you also would say that, you know, in terms of the definition of being set apart, uh, yeah, in different, in different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, all right, let's circle back to... Uh, 13th uh, Apostle. Now, you're right, yeah. Um, Matthias, Matthias. uh, I've heard both uh, pronunciations. I had a conversation with an abbot from a monastery that you and I know, and uh, he mentioned, he actually, first he thought Judas was. Uh, Judas was the 13th? Yeah, but I... That's that's, that's interesting. I want to hear about that. Well, I didn't... uh, I think because he was really including Jesus, as Jesus was sent to us uh, by God, and um, so that he was the first apostle, the first to evangelize. Uh, interesting, very interesting. I I'd never heard that before. Never thought about it that way. But you could, uh, I could see. Uh, but I've got a different answer. Go ahead. If we ever get to it, go. I think. Firstly, fundamentally, it can't be Matthias because our Lord didn't choose him. Okay? So I think we need to stick to the 12 and leave Judas in there with the 12 and learn from Judas in the same way that we've learned from the other 11. They each bring something different to the table. But let the 13th apostle be the Holy Spirit because it's the Holy Spirit that really injected the 12 and put them well, the 12, however many were in the upper room, and put them out there 
to create and evangelize by way of the Holy Spirit and bringing the Holy Spirit to and in and through the people in their keep, because we are the stewards of each other, especially if we're you know injected with the Holy Spirit and we take on that calling, that we all become injected with this Holy Spirit and become the 13th apostle so because of the Holy Spirit. So I think the 13th apostle is far vast and it's across the world as the Holy Spirit. So then uh, the uh, Acts, the book of Acts, refers to approximately 120 people in the upper room. So we could say that, uh, you know, based on what you're saying, that they would be, there really were 120 uh, apostles. Um, well, you, well, if we don't agree with that concept, then why do we name our show the 13th Apostle? And why do we say, let's become the 13th apostle, or whatever it is that Harold says. I forget exactly how he words it. Will you become the 13th apostle, or will you be the 13th apostle? Mm-hmm. As Harold says it, right? Yeah. So is that not in line with either rejecting the Holy Spirit or accepting the Holy Spirit, or, or, or listening to the Holy Spirit and then doing the works of the Holy Spirit? All right, well, becoming the 13th? yeah, I think you're, uh, I think you're on to something. Now... Can you be something without doing that something? Uh, so oh, that, that's a good question. Go ahead. You know, you got uh, if you're named something, but you don't do it. So if you're if you believed you were named uh, or you were named or you are an apostle, uh, what's the basis for that for that belief? You got to do. You, you, you're you know you're sent. You're you're going out. You're going out into the world to evangelize. All right. Well then. That that's what you have to do. Now, how you do that? That's there. There are many ways other than doing what the twelve did. Or you know, we got to bring in my uh, my dear lady. Uh, I know. I know where you're going. <laughs> Mary Mary of Magdala. Uh, you know, she was uh, Thomas Aquinas to the apostles. She. Uh, you know, she's the first witness to the risen Christ, and uh, and then he sent her. So here we go with things like with terminology. Like well, there's no transubstantiation is the word transubstantiation or Trinity is not in sacred scripture. But now I've said this before in the year, and, and as I said to others when kind of debating this was. You know, first of all, you know, we have to find out, we have to agree on terms and what's the original language, what do the original languages, when we talk original languages, we're really saying uh, Hebrew, Aramaic, or Greek. And what, if you read in sacred scripture, now I'm just, I'm making this part up, but to make, an, uh, make a point, that eggs, flour, sugar, water, maybe butter or oil, it doesn't say cake. But we can logically deduce with the brain that God gave us that cake is in the Bible. You know, so we don't, we don't see transubstantiation, but the ingredients for that are in the Bible. And uh, Trinity, we don't see that word, but we, we see the ingredients for that. So, so Mary uh, Magdalene, uh, she, if Christ sent her, well, does that represent the ingredients for her being the first apostle, which would then make this Abbot correct in saying Judas was the 13th apostle? 
This is like, you know, we've drawn a math. If you haven't seen the episode in Abbott and Costello about Costello's math, ladies and gentlemen, you should go on YouTube and uh, look up that video, and you'll see how he comes up with the answer that is so, so far out of touch with reality, but it's fantastic. But so this this thinking of he wasn't, the, the Abbott wasn't basing it on what I just said uh, to Mary Magdalene being, that's my thinking. But that's that would be the way to get to Judas being the thirteenth apostle. Um, now, in case anybody's looking for the smelling salts out there, uh, it's very interesting uh, about well, that. But if if the the reasoning from the abbot is that Jesus was the first, then the preceding twelve were or succeeding twelve were the twelve. That adds up to 13. And why is Judas bumped to 13? Why is Judas considered the 13 in that group? Oh, I'm not saying I agree with the Abbot, and I'm saying that I introduced the idea of Mary, of Magdala, that since she met the criteria for being sent, and sent with the good news, the greatest news, really, um, you know, yeah. he overcame death. Uh, so that's what I'm saying with that. If you're saying that, okay, from Peter to Judas, we've got 12, uh, but if Mary's the, uh, if Mary's announcing it to them, does that bump, not in importance or hierarchy, just in number, uh, you know, somebody said, okay, well, Mary Magdalene is the 13th apostle, but she's on the other end, but she's the one who, because this is, remember, this is before Pentecost. Right, so you know he's giving Jesus tells them what yeah. to do fifty days after after he's risen from the dead. Mm-hmm. Mary's there right after it happened. Mm-hmm. So, and you know I what? Know. I'm passionate about Mary as I am about Thomas because I I know it's not my opinion. Thomas has been poorly treated over the centuries, especially over the last three centuries, and Mary Magdalene has been poorly doubting, treated. Doubting Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a good thing I can't, it's a good thing we're not we're not across the table from each other. <laughs> There'd be some thumping sounds that, that the audience would hear. <laughs> How could you be so intrigued with doubting Thomas? Thomas. Oh, you are. All right, that's another episode. That is you another episode. With you. Yes. But right. Mary Magdalene, you know, so often, uh, and this is, I think, largely due to Pope Gregory the Great. You know, the, the Great is not an official uh, title. It's not, you know what people name of John Paul II the Great, but it's like acclamation. But, you know, he he was uh, instrumental. So was Augustine in some way, St. Augustine, about portraying, confusing Mary with the woman, the sinful woman who anointed Christ's foot and saying that she was essentially a lady of the night, a, a woman of the night. Right. Uh, right. And so I think the scholarship over the last decades has has vindicated Mary uh, Magdalene to say she wasn't that woman because there was the woman of Beth. They confused Mary Magdalene with Mary of Bethany. Uh, so, anyway. I, th- I think Mary Magdalene belongs on a different platform aside from the apostles, the 13th apostle onward and outward. Now, I'm biting off more than I can chew here, and I'm going to show you how tired I am. Wouldn't but be there's, the first. Something about this line- there's something about the lineage of the bishops that I'm getting puzzled by or or disturbed by that Mary Magdalene coming into 
is going to kind of disturb the foundation of the church by doing so. Plus, I really think that what our Lord did for women in lifting them up and making them so honored as justifiably they were were to be, then forward they became honored because Christ had broken that seal. I just I just hold her on higher ground, on, a, on different ground, but yet still high ground. Plus, she was elbow to elbow with Our Lady at the cross. There's something really special about Mary. Exactly. Magdalene. You know, and I just can't put her there, Tom. You know, I can put her with those, with those, you know, those, uh, those, you know, those kind of those screwballs that we relate to, you know, in the upper room, and that hung out with our Lord, and they all had those quirks that, thank goodness, they did. And I always like to say, none of them, thank God, were graduates of the University of Jerusalem, you know, but I just can't put Mary Magdalene in that ball game, you know? Well, I think that she had the greatest, I haven't thought deeply about this, uh, put the tomatoes down everybody, but I, I think that she perhaps had the greatest conversion uh, with seven demons, and seven being a number of perfection in sacred scripture. Uh, so... It's it's a fascinating time. Mary Magdalene is a fascinating woman to to uh, to ponder, to study, and with that conversion being so profound, it's no wonder that she remains steadfast, unlike all but one apostle at the cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so you know, Mary, the Blessed Mother, Mary Magdalene, and the beloved disciple. Uh, so some people, a lot of people think it was John. So you got to say, oh, wow, look at, look at the. Uh, let's weigh the evidence for for behavior. You got to look hard to find somebody who was who demonstrated, at least for a given period of time. And I'm not talking about the rest of their lives, but the time that we see them in uh, in in the Gospels. Let's, if we narrow it to the Gospels to say, who, how many people demonstrated as much devotion to our Lord than Mary Magdalene? Uh, so uh, I think then you got St. Paul I mean St. Paul you know he's he's referred in the uh, U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops they refer to Paul as uh, an apostle uh, I mean he in Romans uh, being in Romans he uh, proclaims himself uh, uh, an apostle He's, you know, Get lazy, you know. Apostolic office. That there's a reference to apostolic office. Uh, he emphasizes his uh, his office as uh, apostle to the Gentiles. You know, so uh, it's very interesting. Well, yeah, I, I mean, you're talking about people that were sent and that were, I mean, knocked off their horse and then became the most prolific writer in the in the Bible in the New Testament. And a man of incredible effort and energy and love and passion, which we're all called to do. So I'm going to go back to that fundamental, well, that's the foundation of the reason why we call our show the show, is to invite people in to become such. You know, and I read a beautiful reflection. Just let me do this. And this is from uh, Venerable Francis Xavier von Thuan, um, who was imprisoned for 13 years by the Vietnamese government. Uh did you read this today, Tom? We get the same, uh, it was like right up the alley. I closed my eyes and prayed a little bit on this, and uh, all of a sudden I went into my email. And here it is. The soul gives life to the body, and without the soul, the body is a corpse. A home or city without the strength of its inhabitants breathing a soul into it is also dead. 
This is the work of the Holy Spirit. We must ask ourselves, are we animated by the Spirit of Christ or by the Spirit of the devil, the flesh, and the world? To evangelize is to give life and to let the wind of Pentecost renew the face of the earth. It has been a long time since I led another to the faith. If it has been a long time since I led another to the faith, perhaps my preaching and living the gospel is not animated by the breath of the Holy Spirit. See, to me, that's the 13th apostle, and we're all sent to do such, you know? And, uh, you know, it's true of Paul, and it's, it's true of all 12, and it's true of Matthias, I'm sure, and I'm sure it's true of Mary Magdalene, but I'd like to just keep my focus on the 12 that were appointed personally by Christ, and then include all in the 2000, you know, 2023, uh, and all the years before, since Pentecost as the 13th Apostle. Yeah, we, we only have a few minutes left, but there's very interesting, a couple of interesting points. Are you you expressed what I, I I I got the impression you had some concern or hesitation, nervousness, or something like that about the the bishops you referenced the bishops to say that if Mary Magdalene was considered an apostle, were you were you thinking that okay that would be that would be a reason to say okay women can become ordained uh, ministers of the church? So. So we're out of time right now, right? So stay tuned. No, we got a couple of minutes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just totally kidding. <laughs> oh, I got you. <laughs> That's what I said. I bit off more than I can chew because I really wanted to think more clearly on that before I put it out there. But yes, yeah, yeah. There is yeah. a there is a truth in there. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree with you. Settle in, and uh, I'd have to you know pull that apart a little bit, like uh, you know a good uh, a good. You know, pork sandwich, barbecue sandwich. I must be <laughs> it's hungry. so funny. Ladies and gentlemen, you just heard, if you could read my mind, and at the same time, you like there was a uh, you know a sign over my head of what I was thinking, or the, the bubble that they, uh, you know, over the head. And I was thinking a biblical scholar or of what they call an exegete, uh, exegesis to open up the Bible, and Dan's talking about pork sandwich. <laughs> Pork, lady, you cannot get any more focused on the odd couple than just that's, that, 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 that's right. That is outstanding. Oh my goodness, Dan, God bless you. That was beautiful. I will never forget that. I gotta make a note of that. Uh, but, but we do only have a couple minutes left, and I think. You are right to raise that point. Absolutely. I think it's an excellent point, And I think you're also wise to, you know, to, with some unusual, uncharacteristic restraint that you want to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you boldly go where most people don't. Uh, <laughs> oh hey, you know what? In all seriousness, and I know he would love it, let's get the habit on. Let's well, get him on the show. And let's talk we'll, about uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, what was I going to say to you? So, uh, so we, we, so we got, you know, we're talking Matthias, Matthias, whatever you, most most people know, and then we're talking about Mary Magdalene. We're talking about the Saint Paul. I mean, the other thing to think about is Saint Paul's letters were the earliest published books of the New Testament. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's estimated that John's gospel wasn't written until about the year 90, 90 AD. And Paul's were in the uh, 50s. So that's a very interesting twist to this. It's just a matter of when they put the pen on the paper. It's not about, it's more about where their feet were. Well, how do we know where their feet were until they, until they write it down? Well, the truth is, their feet were on the ground with our Lord. One was, one wasn't. Right. The pen went to the paper, you know. <laughs> I got you. Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> You're sharp at this late hour. Uh, all right. So uh, this this was good, and uh, I I want to we got to think about a couple of these points, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, you're um, you're you're like uh, things are settled, and that's good. That, that you know, this, again, that's a compliment uh, to each other, you know, and. Uh, if I get too high into the stratosphere, you pull me down. If I can't tell the difference between Dan and, you know, since you're the master of dirt, you get down so low I can't tell you that I can't see you. Now <laughs> I want to try to get you up. So, uh, all right. So we're really out of time. But the 12, 12 tribes, 12 thrones, 12 pillars. You see this in Revelation in different areas of the New Testament. That 12 is a beautiful number. For 13th, 13 is not bad either. So, Nah, that's the name of our show. Amen, brother. So what's coming up next, Danny? Uh, stay tuned, folks, for The Angelus. And then following that is Your Prayer Intentions with Peter and Jimmy. WQPHradio.org. Another great conversation. And thanks to Marianne, the captain, Gene and James and all the crew. It's a great, great family to be a part of. And uh, your support, ladies and gentlemen, does help, always helps. God bless you, Danny. God bless you, Tommy. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to The 13th Apostle with Dan Duddy and Tom Caffrey. For more information on Dan, visit his website at www.danduddy.com or email dcduddy at gmail.com. Tom's website is faithpilgrims.com or email trcaffrey at faithpilgrims.com How about you? Will you be the 13th Apostle?